welcome to Lincoln. We're a city smack dab in the middle of the country. We're a city that's home to Nebraska's state government, the University of Nebraska, and a host of thriving businesses. We're a city that's loaded with things to do, places to go, and friendly people to meet. This podcast, simply called Lincoln, is designed to help you get to know the people of Lincoln, what makes them tick, and why they're excited to live here. Each episode will feature another of our residents just talking about who they are, what they do, and how they got here. I'm Randy Bretz, and joining me for these conversations is Marilyn Moore. Years ago, Marilyn moved here to go to college and anticipated an exciting life somewhere out there. But she never left Lincoln. She's been in the classroom and served in leaderships in our public schools and one of the colleges here. I moved here with my family for a job at the university and to further my education. We thought we'd be here for two or three years, and that was 40 years ago. The people of Lincoln make this community special. We want you to get to know them. We hope you'll enjoy listening to these conversations as much as we have putting them together. And now, let's meet someone who makes Lincoln their home. Our guest today is Angie Mielheisen. And uh, Angie is well-known in the community for a whole host of things. She's uh, involved in a variety of uh, activities and events and programs. She's president of one of our great banks. And we're glad to have you here, Angie. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Well, I think you are just a person that uh, exudes the uh, wonderful thing about Lincoln. And I'm going to start off by saying one of my favorite memories of you came from Facebook. Oh, no. That could be a scary thing to hear about. Out at Gateway Mall, they have those little mechanical animals that you can ride. And you posted a video somebody took of you riding one of those around. And I think that says a whole lot about you. (laughs) (laughs) You're a fun-loving person uh, in a a, significant leadership uh, position. But uh, tell us your Lincoln story. How did you get here? Have you been here long, or you raised here, and, and why do you like Lincoln? Okay. My early memories of Lincoln, I grew up in Milford, which is a town just 25 miles west of Lincoln, and when we were little, my mom would bring us into Lincoln to shop, and of course, in those days, you dressed up mm-hmm. when you shopped, and so I can remember going into Miller and Payne and Golds and Hovland Swanson, and then as we got older, my parents used to bring us into Lincoln to go out to eat. We always went to the three same places. Valentino. Of course. Scott's Pancake House mm-hmm. and King's. Those were the three places, weren't they? Yes, yes. Those were probably <laughs> the major places in Lincoln. But I got to Lincoln when I came to college. Mm-hmm. And I went my first year at the University of Nebraska. Great school. Just wasn't for me. So I transferred to Wesleyan and absolutely loved it there. I teach at Wesleyan part-time and I love that campus. It's a it, it is camp. such a great atmosphere, and, and well, we were blessed in Lincoln with a lot of higher education. So, tell us about your bank. Okay, well, um, my family owns Union Bank and Trust. Uh, we bought it in 1965, and when we bought it, it was 10 million mm-hmm. in size. And today, with our bank and trust assets, it's about 22 billion. Inside. Whoa, uh, there's an M in the first number and a B in the second one, right? Yes. So there's a lot of zeros yes. difference. Yes. 
that's that's significant. And uh, what's what in in your in your words, what's the primary mission of the bank other than to protect people's money and so on? But you do have a mission. We certainly do. Our mission is we like to make our customers' dreams come true. Oh, I like that. Um, what do you like about Lincoln? When I reflected on that, there's so many things I love about Lincoln, but the thing that really resonates for me, Lincoln is a big, small town, mm -hmm. and there's that sense of connectedness and that sense of community, and I sincerely mean that. Um, people that live here, they love it here. They want to make our city better. It's a place where you can know your neighbors. Everybody gets involved. Um, I feel it's... Uh, it's just a place where you feel like you belong here. There's that sense of community. I get around town quite a bit, and I'm always, uh, well, not surprised is not the right word, but I, I see you in a lot of different places. You're involved in the community. Uh, are there some things that, that uh, just you really have a heart for to benefit the community that you're working on? Well, there's a lot of organizations that have needs, big ones, small ones, well-known ones, ones that aren't very well-known. Um, couple that I've been involved, if, involved with for many, many years. I love Madonna. Mm -hmm. You can't walk into Madonna and not feel grateful for your health. And the things they do over there are very unique, I think, compared to maybe other organizations. Um, there's not five Madonnas. There's mm -hmm. only one mm -hmm. Madonna that does the work that they do. So I've been involved over there for a very long time. I love Nebraska Wesleyan because that's where I went to school, and I have such fond memories. They do an awesome job, and I think a lot of people don't realize how many doctors, physical therapists, nurses, the healthcare profession is a center of excellence for Wesleyan, and I think over 80% of the people that go there still live in Nebraska, and so they're serving Nebraskans. So I'm very involved over there. Brian Health is another one. Right now, I'm the chair of the Bryan Health College of Sciences, um, and they do an awesome job over there also. And there's just many, many, many organizations in Lincoln that do a great job. Angie, one of the things that strikes me about um, Union Bank, when you said um, you, you, you want to help your customers make their dreams come true, and that lives out in lots of ways. I think that Union Bank also has an extraordinary commitment to this community. Would you tell me kind of how, how that developed? Has that been true of the bank from the beginning? And how, how, do, you make, how do you make this community's dreams come true through, through the bank? Okay, that's an awesome question. I think it goes clear back to what example was set at home. And my favorite example, of course, is my parents. But a very unique story. One day I came home from school walked into our house, we had no furniture. All the furniture was gone. <laughs> the furniture in the living room, the kitchen, the den. And I said, I was just like in a panic. I'm like, Mom, where did our furniture go? She goes, well, Angie, we are sponsoring a Vietnamese family. This was in the 70s. Mm -hmm. And she said, they needed this furniture more than we did, so your father had a moving company come and take our furniture out. That speaks volumes to who my parents are. Yes, it does. And that has carried over to the bank. Well, I know your father not very well, but I know him, and uh, he, he drives kind of fast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. 
but uh, but uh, that's that's a, a great story. I've never met. I don't think I've met you. She's a very good person, and they want. I remember them saying to us, "To whom much is given, much is expected," mm-hmm. and we try to live that at the bank. We try to help people if we can. Let's talk in general terms uh, because you're you're so plugged in, in in Lincoln. Are there other agencies and organizations that you see that have a, a mission and a, and a desire similar to Union Bank? Oh, I think there's many organizations that are very giving. Many, many organizations. Mm-hmm. Like you, you mentioned Bryan Health, for example. It's a large hospital here in town, and, and Madonna. Yeah. And uh, I know you were involved in, are you still involved in the, uh, what's it, Midwest Ballet? Oh, yes. Uh, my daughter was <laughs> big into dance when she was growing up. Um, I love that organization, and I truly believe this. My daughter's a physician. Mm-hmm. Dance teaches you a discipline, uh, striving for excellence, the camaraderie that she had there and the friends that she made there. And... To see 200 local kids get up on that stage for the Nutcracker, it's a tradition in Lincoln. And the, I I can't think of the word I want to use here, but it's not just dance. It's life lessons. That's what I'm trying to think of. That's great. Uh, One of my favorite uh, things that you had a hand in was Dancing with the Stars, (laughs) a fundraiser. Marilyn, did you go to that? I didn't go to that, but but I do know about it. <laughs> My wife got asked to be one of the judges, and so I went. I thought, oh, this is going to be so boring, you know, have a rubber chicken dinner and all that kind of stuff. But it was a riot, and it did for three or four years, didn't you? Yeah, we did it. I think we did it for five years. Okay. So. And it was fun because people that you would never expect, we got to do it. Yeah, the sheriff. Yeah, the Sheriff <laughs> Wagner. Yes, he came and, in there. Kim uh, Roback, the Scott pastors, brothers, pastor, pastors in the church, in some churches, and yep. oh, it was it was a riot. You missed it, Marilyn. I and I had some friends even who were dancers, and and I could see them on stage. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. What else uh, about Lincoln do you think that people ought to know or or uh, hear well, about? It's a great place to join the family. It's a very safe community. We have great public and private schools. It's a very vibrant university town. I think the university just brings a whole new uh, level of vibrancy to the town. It's great entertainment. You know, we've worked hard on that in the last years. People make you feel at home. And I think it's a very friendly place where it's easy to make friends. For those of you listening, you can't see. She has a long list of, <laughs> on a piece of paper in front of her. And I don't think it took you very long to put that list no, together. I Just whatever came to my mind first, I wrote down. Uh-huh. And I really feel that all of these are true. Now, Marilyn, I know you're involved in a lot of the entertainment at the, at the Lead Center in the symphony. That would be true. Not on stage. Let's be really clear <laughs> well, about that. <laughs> Well, let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, the Lead Center is, I think, the past 25 years, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 20, 29 years. I think the 29th season is coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's Union Bank's involvement there? Well, we've always been a big supporter of the Lead Center. We're a, um, I don't know what they call us, an annual sponsor? 
I don't know, we're at the a large season, a season sponsor. Season sponsor. Yes. That's the right word. Um, that's the highest level of giving. Do you hear when I give you a round of applause? <laughs> <laughs> but the reason we do it is that one in particular resonates with me because for the size of city that we are, to have that high level of programming mm -hmm. and it's accessible to the entire state. People come from all over to come to the lead center and such a variety of programming and to be able to expose our youth to that programming so that they'll appreciate the arts when they're older, that in itself makes it important. One thing that impresses me in the mission of, of the lead center is taking things off the stage out into the community. Yes. And they, I know they, they, they had a, what's the ballet that was just here? The American Ballet Theater. The American Ballet Theater. And they took them out into the into the community and or into, into the schools and so on. You, you're involved, so talk about the lead. <laughs> well, what Angie said is true. I mean, the, the, the mission of the lead is to educate and to inspire and to entertain um, audiences across the state of Nebraska. And, and it happens over and over and over mm -hmm. again. It is, um, in addition to those performers who come to Lincoln to perform, who work uh, then with groups in the community, there are also performers that are part of the lead, Leeds Arts Across Nebraska series, where they, they go out across the, across the state and uh, bring entertainment. Um, there was a group from the Harlem Gospel Choir that just did a tour around Nebraska under Arts Across Nebraska and had one of the best performances ever in Scotts Bluff. And I just love thinking about the Harlem Gospel Choir in Scotts Bluff, Nebraska, mm -hmm. and students responding. I mean, out in the aisles and up on stage and dancing with them it was just was a, it was a great opportunity. So it's, it's really a, a, a statewide audience. And um, as Bill Stephan and Ann Chang would say, you don't have to go to New York. You don't have to go to Chicago. You don't have to go to San Francisco. Those artists come to the lead. So oh, they, it, they it really just do. makes huge, huge impact in the city. Angie, I'm going to ask you about something that I became more of when I was with Nelnet, and that is the combined scholarship that Nelnet and Union Bank offer to certain students to go to Southeast Community College. You mm -hmm. still do that, don't you? Yes, we do. It's kind of a quiet thing. You don't hear a lot and read a lot about it, but tell, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I think it was the genesis of it was we know there are really good students in Lincoln Public Schools and private schools mm -hmm. that just don't have the resources to go to college, and yet they need a helping hand just to get a start, is how I would say it. Mm -hmm. And Southeast Community College is a really nice gateway, not just for a two-year college degree, but also for a four-year college degree. And so we thought it would be really important to help those students and that was the whole genesis of it and it's not just the money it's also some of these students they're the first students in their family to go to college yeah. so we have counselors that work with these students to make sure that they make a successful transition to college i think you didn't tell us don't you offer to pay for their first year at the yes, college we pay for their first year at college yes and do you have a story or two of a student that, is, that has uh, benefited from that? Well, here's my favorite one. We had a student that went to the informational meeting about the scholarship, mm -hmm. went home and told his parents. His parents didn't believe him. <laughs> so he, they, the parents came back and met. I don't recall who the person was that was the liaison with Lincoln Public School, but they met with that person. And she said, oh, no, this is true. They're mm -hmm. going to pay for his entire first year. And the mother just burst into tears. 
and that gentleman did go to Southeast Community College, got his degree, and went on to UNL. So we have many, many success stories. How many years have you, have you done that? Oh, boy. I honestly don't know. I would say at least 10. Probably. Because like, it was several years before I retired, and, mm -hmm. and that was six years ago. So I think at least a decade. I think a really important thing that, that Angie didn't mention um, is that that funding also supports some work that's done in the high schools before students graduate so that there there's a real deliberate intention to communicate to students who've never thought about going to college that they can yeah. um, because many students especially the ones like angie described a first generation student they may see all the information on the bulletin boards and they may hear um, their classmates talking about going to college, but the idea of college has never occurred to them. They don't even, they don't hear a sentence that has the word college and their name in it. So there's there was a real deliberate and intentional effort to, um, to communicate that with students and with their families. And that's one reason that it's so successful because it, it plants a dream in a student's mind and just, like your bank's mission is that helps them make that dream come true. And another thing that we do that a lot of people don't know, the uh, Center for People in Need also has a population of people that desperately want a college degree. Mm. So we help them too. And those are really interesting stories because those are usually older students. Yeah. Uh, some of them are single, single parent families with children. Some of them are from countries around the world that are trying to better themselves. And my favorite story there was we had a student, and we don't think about these things. I, I don't remember what country the student was from, but they didn't know how to use the bus system. Mm -hmm. So we have to help them learn a lot of skills. It's not just about paying for the tuition. That's right. And, and doing the schoolwork once she gets there, it, it's arranging and organizing all the other things that go around it to make that happen. Exactly. Uh, Tell me about the Center for People in Need. Uh, are you involved there at all or just um, through the support from, of the program? From afar. From afar. It's an organization I know that um, distributes a lot of things that people need, a lot of goods that people need, food, mm -hmm. clothing. I don't know all the particulars of what they distribute, but they have a very um, efficient way of gathering low-cost things and then helping people in need. And they, they also work, like I said, with the educational part, with helping them get jobs. They help them with all their life skills. I've, I've been there for a few meetings, and it always impresses me that there are so many people from, obviously, from other countries. Right, from around the world. And uh, they help them a great deal. That, to me, is a testimony of how Lincoln operates. It's a really good, visible example of of Lincoln's diversity that um, we might not think about and that wasn't mm -hmm. true 30 years ago, but is absolutely true today. So Angie, I have a, a kind of an off the wall question for you. Okay. Uh, there's a, it's a fill in the blank. And we told you about this ahead of time, so yes. you probably have something prepared, but um, Lincoln would be better blank. Well, if you know who I am, I hate cold weather. So one, one thing that would be better is if the Lincoln winters weren't so long and so cold. Yeah. That would make me very happy. Okay. And, and since we can't do much about that. Um, Lincoln would be better if, I think we're working on this, but 
getting to know people that perhaps we don't encounter every single day. Mm. It would it would be awesome to have that opportunity. And I'll just give a brief example. One time the mayor called me and asked me to host a, a gentleman uh, from Jordan in my home. I knew absolutely nothing really about Jordan or their custom. Mm-hmm. And I made some mistakes that I learned afterward. Um, I know in their culture, it's not always appropriate to have just a man and a woman alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody told me that. And my husband left and it was just me and this gentleman. And uh, we made sure that the bed was facing a certain direction because that's their culture and his religious practices. I mean, I could go on and on. I learned so much from one night with someone from a different country. And I know we have people all over Lincoln from different countries that I could learn from. Oh, I love that. I, I try to do that. I, I, I'm in, my Rotary Club is very involved in Everett Elementary School. And I don't know what the percentage is. It's more than half are refugees. Mm-hmm. I more think than, something more than like half that. Are, are, are Latina students. And, and uh, I just love going in that school. It's, it's such a warm and welcoming atmosphere. And I think this is, this is a good testimony for our, our community because these people come here, who knows what kind of issues they've faced in their own countries, but they feel welcome here. It's back to what you told us about your parents and the Vietnamese family. And, uh, you know, Lincoln happens to be one of the uh, larger settlements of Vietnamese mm-hmm. in the United States, and they've assimilated rather well. Anything we haven't asked you, or you have a question? Yeah, I have a couple. I have a couple questions about I, I, that relate back to back to the bank. I I don't know how many people the bank employs, but hundreds, maybe thousands. And um, how did how do you? Um, well, first of all, how do you recruit people to come to Lincoln? Or are most of your employees are they are they already here? I'd say most of them are already here. We do do some. National recruiting, but most of them are here. And so, for those that are here, um, what what keeps them here? And also, what what do you do to help kind of inculcate that, make your dreams, make your customers' dreams come true? Um, a part of the way they look at their work, and a part of the way that they look at the community. Because I see Union Bank people everywhere in this community involved in a lot of different activities. We really promote that. Um, We want people to take their passion and use it in the community. Mm -hmm. And if they're willing to take their time to use their talents and their treasure, we try to support them in that. And we have people on boards. I had one person come to me just recently and say, I cannot think of a board where there isn't someone from Union Bank on it. And that was probably the highest compliment (laughs) I've received in a very long time. (laughs) So we promote involvement. We want it. We think it's good for the bank. We think it's good for the people that work there because they get to use their passion, and it's good for the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you have a real-life example in your family of somebody coming back to Lincoln after having left for a while? Well, I left for a short while. When I when I first got married, um, my husband was working for Black & Beach. My husband's an engineer, and we were living in Kansas City. I can remember this like it was yesterday. I said, I want to go home to my family. (laughs) I want to go home to Lincoln. I loved Kansas City. It's a great city, but my family's not there. So I came back. And my son went to law school in California, 
and him and his wife moved back, so we're thrilled to have them. That's my thought. I think there are lots of people that leave Lincoln for a bit and then something pulls them back. And usually it's family um, or just this sense of place that they developed while they were here. Yep. I'm just the opposite. I came here, brought my family here from Indiana. thought we'd be here two or three years and we're still here. That's awesome. That That's what 40, we like to hear. That was 40 years ago. That's awesome. And we have accounts at Union Bank. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate that. Well, thank you so much, Angie. Thank you. Anything that you're dying to say that we haven't asked you about? Well, the one thing I, I had this written down on my sheet. What makes Lincoln what it is today? It's a big, small town. Mm -hmm. The connectedness. But the last word I had written down was collaboration. People in Lincoln collaborate. And we may have differences of opinion on things. But I really do believe that people in Lincoln try every day to make this city better. Okay, that's going to take me off on a little tangent here, if you don't, don't mind. I've heard that from a lot of people in the startup community. They like it here because if I need help with something, I can go to even a guy that's a competitor or a woman that, that you know has a competing business, and they'll help me. And uh, do you have that in the banking community as well? To an extent, yes, uh -huh. I would say that's true. <laughs> well, thank you very, very thank much. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Appreciate it. Thanks, Andrew. Well, thanks for listening in as we talk to someone who helps make Lincoln special. If you live here, drop us a note and let us know what you think about Lincoln. If you've moved away, well, we'd love to welcome you back. And if you've only heard about or visited Lincoln, we just know you'd love it here. Join us again and catch someone from Lincoln talking about why they love Lincoln and why you should too.